Podcasting 2.0 for April 1st, 2022, episode 79. We got wheels up. Throwing some aviation terminology to make it interesting. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the official board meeting of Podcasting 2.0. Everything happening at podcastindex.org, the podcast namespace. And, of course, everything that goes on, all the creative goo and juice at podcastindex.social. I'm Adam Curry here in the heart of the Texas Hill Country. And in Alabama, if you want to talk Red Jacks, he's your man, my friend on the other end. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Jones. Or Glass. Glass is also something I could talk about. Glass? Did yeah. I, did I miss? Is Glass yet another database search organization function? No, it's the thing. It's like uh, it's something you it's drink like, out of. It's, <laughs> it is that, yes. Yeah. But it's also the thing that uh, attracts children from miles around. Uh, broken glass. Whenever you drop something on the ground and or on the floor, and it shatters into a million tiny little yeah. uh, feet. Uh, slicing fragments. Yeah, it just somehow attracts children. They they love it. They run and want to look at it. And that's the th- you know the thing as pa- as a parent you don't want to happen is is immediately what happens. It's like it's like zombies and brains. You throw brains out there and the zombies just flock to it. You know, is this a metaphor for something I'm missing? Is there something? No, it's what happened is I left the house today. I was, oh, I oh my goodness! Out. Oh, what happened? On my way out, I. I, I walk through the living room. I startle the, the cat gets startled. The cat bails off the off the dining room table, knocks the this candle off with this with the glass base, <laughs> shatters all over the ground. Well, then my eleven year old, you know, jumps up, runs around the table, and immediately wants to see it. Yay! And I'm cool like, no, glass. No, no, no. You know, yeah, <laughs> that's what always happens. Every parent knows this. You know, you want to you want your kids to come in, your little kids to come in the room. Throw, throw. Yeah, just throw some glass on the floor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is a um, uh, an extraordinary board meeting. As uh, by the time this is heard, I'll probably be on an airplane somewhere. You will be back into tax season. Um, yep. And uh, I really appreciate you taking the time because I know it's it's been must be crazy for you right now. Oh, what what do you mean me taking the time? You gotta you're you're doing this at eight o'clock at night. And you got to get uh, up at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but this is my job. You have yeah. a you have an actual job that requires a lot from you. Well, last night, tornadoes in Alabama always. <laughs> and why April. not? Yeah, so why yes. not? Yeah, it's a n- normal fare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every ta- every tax season, we also have tornado season, so that's great. And so at two o'clock in the morning this morning, I was up uh, at the office filling up the generator with diesel fuel. No way! Great. Oh, did you have a power yeah. outage? Power out, yeah. Power oh out. my goodness. Yeah, outlaw. Like it wasn't. There was tornadoes here, but a lot of the damage and stuff happened from the straight line, like those gradient winds they call them. Mm-hmm. They come through, and it's just like you know, you can get like seventy mile an hour wind gusts just out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, well, no damage. It's fun weather. Yeah. No damage further. Uh, I think there was damage all over the state, but uh, nothing more close to where right. I am. No. Right, but then you also have a busy. Work day because of tax season because you got nothing but accountants and other accounting tax professionals running around saying I can't figure out my password. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, a little bit of password, a <laughs> little bit of print, a little bit of print problems. Oh yeah, yeah. print spooler. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of server juice. Yeah, oh, yeah. print spooler. Oh, print spooler. Yeah. Remember yeah. that disabled is print spooler. Do we still have that print spoolers? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, the print spooler is great because like, so I think it was in. 
October, September of October last year, there was a critical vulnerability in the print uh, found in the way that Windows delivers uh, drivers. Uh-huh. And so in the Windows world, there's a thing called point and print. It's been there for literally since maybe NT, Windows NT 3.5. Point, point and print? Yeah, it's called point and print. Mm-hmm. And so the idea was that you would share a printer out from from a computer. So you set up a printer on a computer, then share the printer to the network. And then you could tell the printer, the print, the machine that controlled that printer, which is now effectively the print server. Mm -hmm. You could tell them, you could specify on that machine, a print driver so that what other machines on the network, what they would do is they would go uh, open up your print, your uh, computer uh, in you remember network neighborhood and yeah of course network neighborhood yeah. <laughs> does so that still exist network neighborhood yeah, well they've they've changed it but it's, it's effectively the same thing it's underneath the hood <laughs> they just changed the name so uh, like you would go to network neighborhood open, then double click on the machine that you wanted mm-hmm. that had the printer on it see the printer there and double click it and it would set it up on your machine and install the driver for you. Yeah, sexy, you sexy. To, yeah, yeah. That's called point and print. Well, you know, 25 years later, there's a critical vulnerability that's been in there for 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> the, Ransomware so, unpacks and just takes oh yeah, over oh yeah. your network. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so, so Microsoft, quote unquote, fixed it. And by fixing it, that means they broke all printing. Like they just, right. they just broke immediately. <laughs> and so they've spent the last, literally the last like six or seven months releasing patches to try to fix the original thing they broke. And they, they break it even worse every time. So this, yeah, this no really, it, it's such a, um, such a testimonial for open source and Linux. I mean, I'm blown away by, you know, I'm, I'm a Linux mint guy. But I but and I've tried Linux throughout my entire computing career, I guess, uh, and professional career, and it really stuck a couple of years ago. And I've just been Linux Mint, and it's really astounding how well everything just works, just works. Um, I've I've been on and off of the Linux like as my main desktop train mm-hmm. over the years. Mm-hmm. I've I've I went in both feet and then got back out and then went back in and I'm I keep bouncing in and out. So are you between Mac, Mac and Linux, or Windows and, and Linux? Um, well, I'm, I'm I have to use them all. Yeah. But um, my main desktop at home is Mac. My desktop at the office is Windows. Yeah. But I'm about to switch that. I've literally got a new motherboard and new. I've got new parts. I'm, about, I'm building a PC, Ooh. and I'm going back Linux, baby. Do you have, Do you have a new? Uh, you got to have a power supply. Got to have a jacked up <laughs> power supply. I've got a decent power supply from my old machine. It still works, but uh, I've got a Z690 motherboard with a, you know, Gen 12 oh. Intel Core i9. I've got the old. You got a graphics processor? <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily enough, I had an old Radeon because you can't, <laughs> evidently, you can't find graphics cards anymore. Oh, like yeah. No, every, everything's now. being used for mining. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, I lucked out and kept one from, from an old machine. But of course, I'm going back to Linux. I'm going to I'm of course going to do Ubuntu. When it really comes to just you know stomping bugs and getting stable releases out that are actually stable, it just works so much better in the open source environment. It just, it yeah. just seems to work better. And and if there's a problem, you you can kind of go to somewhere and say, "Hey, man, I got a problem," <laughs> and someone yeah. will usually say, "This was already an issue five through two two seven six five. Go away." 
And then once you figure out how to find, how to find the issue, stop thread hijacking. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Well. Okay. So it happens. You you learn. You learn pretty quick yeah. once, once someone uh, points you to what you should be doing. Oh, I never sent you my clips. Oh, no, you I did not. No, I got. I, no, I did. You want oh. some clips? Yeah, I'd love some clips. Absolutely. I, I mean, we have some stuff to discuss. Um. I'm dragging some clips over into Signal right now. It was really gonna... interesting because the thing that, that just doesn't... Actually, it was interesting because the thing that doesn't interest me at all seemed to be the topic of the day or maybe of the week. Okay. And this is, YouTube is going to be podcasting. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I really haven't heard anyone say things like, you know, you don't necessarily want your audience to be built on YouTube. You know, it's I, like you may not get it back. Uh, I've got. I mean, I, I don't. Do you want to? You want to give your? You got thoughts about YouTube? You got? You got thoughts here? I think you probably are better prepared than I am. Um. So I, got, I'll add color. Okay, <laughs> you run, you run the Telestrator, and, I'll, and uh, <laughs> wait a minute, I want to do I'll color play and Telestrator. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got to talk to him, not just the draw monkey. Come on, man, the draw monkey, <laughs> uh, draw monkey, draw. Yeah, um, the uh, oh, what in the world is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's a you're do, you hear, do you hear that coming through the gate? Yeah, no, I hear something for sure. What's going on? I mean, you're at the office, right? Uh, this is this is. We should have mentioned this up yeah. front. I don't know what that is. It's some kind of, some sort of horrible noise happening. Um, no, but what? Uh, I'm surely it'll. Maybe it's a cleaning crew or something. Don't worry about it. But, it's fine. Yeah. The um, no. My my thoughts were. Number one, I was depressed. Really? I mean, yeah. Because you had. I don't know if you saw the podcast movement stuff. I mean, all of the podcast people just crammed into that into that YouTube session to try to listen to like get the crumbs that fell off of YouTube's table. Oh yeah. Like, Everybody's all jacked up. Yeah. Yeah. It's depressing. Oh no. I th- that. Okay. No, well, I'll, I'll, I'll withhold my, uh, my comments. I, I want to hear all, oh, I want you to hold your, hear your full, full experience. Well, it, it, this goes back to Munchausen by a thousand proxies. <laughs> Which is the, uh, to me, the most apt way to describe the podcast industry. There is no, perhaps no industry that wants to give its autonomy away more than the podcast industry. It's just, it's like it's constantly lusting for the next humongous corporation to come in and take it over and ruin and, and ruin everything. It just it wants it wants it so bad and it's so irritating to see it. Because it's like I think maybe it it's like this perpetual underdog syndrome. Maybe since podcasting started in an age of big media. Yeah, yeah. And it's always tried to be like we want to be respected too, you know, we want we want our you know, we we want to be we want to be one of the big boys and all this kind of and so they're just always trying to psychologically salve that that open sore or something. Well, the the podcast press, the media, does an incredible disservice 
um, what 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 most people, most podcasters have not yet realized is where the where the value really is in podcasting, and it is uh, m- most of the yeah most of the the newsletters and the podcast publications. You know they love you know they have their own reasons why they like scoops and big news and and they're still uh, all about circulation. You know it's like grow your podcast be bigger have more, be available in more places we haven't seen any terms of service yet for youtube that'll be interesting to see um and it's like you you need the, the most people you can get you need more people more as many as you can get but that's not where the value is because you wind up with you know some numbers and you're going to be struggling you're going to get some advertising you'll have restrictions and if you're doing it on YouTube or on Spotify, you don't really own, and, and own is a shitty word, but you really, you can't build a community. And that's how podcasting has just worked out best. When it's not about trying to get the most and be the biggest, and these numbers have become, well, I've met, this, I'm a broken record on this. It took me a while to figure it out. But after 15 years, I can tell you the value is not in, in trying to be the biggest and have the most, it's about building the relationship with your audience. And I know it sounds kind of highfalutin, but it's really possible. And, and it's not that hard because I could do it. And I don't have any skills. No, please. No, but seri- seriously. And, and that's the mistake. And so it's like, oh, another opportunity to make money. And then this, and I'm just going to be, and so this is, I'm not depressed. I'm very happy because I think it'll just be another Another place that'll fuck up and be stupid and not and not work. No, it's, it's like it's like all all this. It's everything is stupid. We have the standard. Yeah, we, podcasting two point We have the standard. We're setting the standard. We have the 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 movement, and that's something we can talk about because that was also clear from uh, the report card and evolutions. But yeah. I, um, I downloaded all that. Yeah, but it's but it's really. Um, it, it, it's it's always going to be a disappointment because there's only it's only going to be established names or names with marketing money behind them, and it's just it, it it's useless. It's a it's a waste of your time. It's like if you say, "Oh, I'm going to start a podcast network," I would say, "No, no, no, no." It's going to end bad. And lo and behold, every network that was bought by Spotify, everyone's all pissed off and. You know, and then even the iHeart, uh, the, Ver- the Verge had a big article about it. Oh, and we didn't get advertising. We didn't get the attention. It doesn't work. This is a, v- you cannot capture podcasting anymore. It's done. And this, this ever evasive discovery is bullshit. It's, I, ah, this, it's good that I'm going on vacation because I'm really fired up about this part. We don't need some algorithmic discovery mechanism for podcasts, that's just not how it works. Here's a perfect example. Tina and I have been talking about faith and religion and God on the on our podcast, and people start saying, "Hey, here's a book. Here's a podcast. This is how we discover, not by going in and saying, "Oh, okay, maybe if I listen to this one, a recommendation will pop up, and I can listen to that for thirty minutes." It's not the same yeah, as YouTube right. or Twitter. This is a inherently um, peer-to-peer medium, people telling each other, hey, you should check that podcast out. How did you find the, the last three podcasts you found? You didn't find them. Someone told you about them. That's right. 
Okay. Yeah. So, but there's this, there's this, that's what's going on. And let's be honest, the press doesn't want to talk about podcasting 2.0. They didn't invent it. The only, the only guy who actually purports anything is Cridland. Right. I mean, I, I was very disappointed to read the podcast business journal. What I learned at podcast movement evolutions. <laughs> I mean, it's not, not a single mention of any podcasting 2.0, nothing. Like, uh, like it didn't happen. Like no one mentioned it. Was it completely absent? If we're not there, it doesn't get it doesn't get talked about every day, other than Cridland. Mm-hmm. You know, Cridland uh, talked about the report card and stuff, and and showed our scores and the high scores we got. And you know, it's really funny and, today on No Agenda. I wrote that down because every single time before the donation segment, I was plugged podcasting 2.0, newpodcastapps.com. And so I had it written down. It's like, yeah, you know, it's the most recent podcast, the uh, movement evolutions, you know, podcast index got the top numbers above Google and Amazon and in uh, creativity, innovation, uh, all this stuff. And, and Dvorak said, well, of course, you're putting those guys, everyone out of business, those losers. I'm like, holy shit. And then he said, Tell me about this uh, this update thing. This this that it updates so quick in like sixty seconds. Holy shit! Dvorak Whoa. was asking me about Podbean. knows. Yes, and then he said, <laughs> and then he said, Apple should be ashamed of themselves. They're 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 <laughs> wasting all this energy and resources. Ew, I was blown away. I'm like, dude, wow, yeah. <laughs> See, Does I, that mean we're mainstream? I, I mean, think, I think we're getting there. When Dvorak is is has something to say about it, oh, well, that was wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, that's where we've turned the corner, evidently, on something. <laughs> uh, that's wheels up, baby. That's what I mean. Dvorak is on board. Wheel, wheels up. I, I don't know if you remember. Of course you remember. This, that's a stupid thing to say. But I don't know if maybe people remember the timeline the way we do. But let me just throw this out at you. I mean, I was thinking back about you t- on YouTube. And the thing that the thing that strikes me about YouTube is it's it's very good at search. It's very good at video search. And video, I think, is a medium that lends itself to to easier search than audio. I hope that that's not just me. I think that's probably fairly self-evident because. There's a, we, we don't, I think we discount the visual component of search, even for things that aren't images and and videos. So like when you do a Google search, there's a very visual component to what you get. You get the results back. I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you 100% because this happens to me every day. Yeah. I'm looking for a clip of mm -hmm. Jen Psaki talking some shit on some certain day and I do the search, and sometimes I'll search directly on YouTube. And just by the thumbnails, I can see if it's the right outfit. I know it's yes. the right setting. Oh yeah, it's very important. Completely agree. And and it's not just it's that's not even just video. If you do a plain vanilla Google search, a lot of times you can instantly spot something just that you know that's the thing you want just by the headline without even reading it. Or how many times have you been searching for something and you hit the image tab because you know you're going to oh, that's yes. that's what I'm actually talking about, that thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you're searching for a person, you just know the person, what they look like. You don't, you know, like that. Sometimes the image search will get you there faster than the actual text search. You know what we need? 
We need but, a chapter image search. Ooh, that's a good idea. Chapter image search. <laughs> hey, put it on the list. The li- <laughs> hey, let's see, where's my list? Here's the list. I found it. I'm going to title this The List. The, li- be, the List is yeah. going to be huge. Huge. Chapter image search. Okay. But, so if you search, if you think back in time to the history of YouTube and how they sort of became dominant mm-hmm. in that area, do you remember back when, okay, so there was Google Video. Yes. And what would happen all the time was you would go and search for something and you know it's a video. And this is, I think, this is sort of pre-YouTube dominance. And a lot of people don't under weren't there. They weren't. No, a lot of people vi- video.google.com was a go-to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it would occasionally surface some YouTube results. Oh, no, but hold on a second. It was way before YouTube. Yeah, I mean, but, but that's when YouTube was, was independent, though. That's when YouTube was just a little startup before they got bought. It wasn't even on the radar, as far as I'm concerned. It was almost yeah. nothing. Yeah. And so then... Because they, because they had um, YouTube... If I can just interrupt. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. YouTube did a couple of things. One, it used Flash. I remember so, that, yeah. So it played super fast. It didn't have to load anything. There was no embedded players. Believe it or not, that was a thing. Um, and of course it was free hosting and transcribing. You used to have to transcribe, upload, have crap loads of storage and forget the bandwidth costs. So here it was, it was free. That's what it was. Yeah. It was easy, fast, free. It worked on any device. Yep. And then you had, um, you had the, uh, the whole ecosystem, like the video landscape back then, was m- way more distributed. I mean, you had Vimeo, and you had all. I mean, you oh, had, we had video podcasts, video podcasts. Um, so at one point, you had you had Vimeo, uh, Google Video, YouTube was independent at the time, and then you had a whole slew of video podcasts and other smaller platforms. Mm-hmm. And then Google tried to start indexing those into the Google Video Search. And it was horrible. Yeah. I never found anything decent. And shit would just go away, too. It would just disappear. And they would always surface, like, the low-quality versions of stuff, and you couldn't find the good. You know it's out there, but you can't find, like, the higher quality and all. It was was a bunch of garbage, really. And then then YouTube, they, they bought it, integrated the search. Where uh, YouTube became a first, where YouTube ser- uh, results became first class citizens within Google, right. within Google search, right. and that was it. That that sure. pretty much just wiped the floor with everybody else. There, there's no such equivalent to that in podcasting. You you can't do the same thing. That's you can't take the audio medium. And and replicate that thing with it. And that's why they're going, you look at all the sort of the preview tech of what's been uh, rumored and released a little bit so far. And it's all just, you know, try to use, try to use artwork, try to use, um, you know, fancy still images, try, you know, try to use, please, we'll pay you $50,000 to switch to video. But I think they inherently know that this is not an uh, YouTube is not an audio first medium. No, it's not going to be, and it's not going to have 
the only way they can get discovery uh, through their search stuff to work the same way that they did with uh, with the original Google uh, with original video search is if they just take all of the podcast platforms and just force them into this metadata funnel. And, and it's not possible. They can't do it. I, I just, I'm, I, look, maybe, I'm, I'm, I'm going yeah. to tell you, this isn't, this is going to be a sad launch. This will be all yeah. kinds of stupid issues. They're probably, and now th- I hear about ingesting RSS feeds. Does that mean they're going to suck in the, uh, the, uh, the audio and the, and the, and they will store the audio. I mean, this, this is a big no. This is a, this is the one of the reasons I am going to turn 180 degrees on the block tag. Yeah. I don't want these eight. And and by the way, it's a farce to think that you have to be everywhere. It's not true. Joe Rogan doesn't have to be everywhere. Oh yeah, he's getting two hundred million dollars. That's not the point. Your your community is wherever you want to be. If you distribute CD ROMs, cassettes. <laughs> They we will do that. They, <laughs> no agenda used to do that. No agenda CDs used to have. Uh, I think we used to have cassette. Uh, C, actually, yeah, CDs. I don't think we had cassettes. Ever. I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. The CDs. Yeah. yeah, with thousands of CDs, um, uh, thumb drives, all kinds of different ways of distributing. That, that's not where the value is. This is this is. It's a fundamental uh, switch you have to make in your brain that it's unimportant. What's important is that either you can build a community around the topic that you're talking about, or if it's about money, that you make the most money without compromise. Now, obviously, I'm going to tell you value for value is the way to do that. But the without compromise part is really important. And when you, I mean, are we insane? It's like the, the already the consumer is choosing, is having to make choices among streaming video and different uh, music services, and it's becoming too crazy. There's too many apps. There's too many bills to pay. And now you're going to do the exact same thing on the other side. Oh, I got to go check out my Spotify comments. Oh, got to check out my YouTube stuff. Oh, got to check out my stats here. Got to check out my Apple stuff. This is dumb. So, <laughs> so yeah, whatever you, however you said that would just, just uh, was it Van Munchausen by a thousand proxy? Is that what you what you called yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it's to- it's totally it's it is listen to the Podfather for once. No, it's a wild don't. goose chase. I did it. I ran. I did it. I raised the money. I did all these things. It doesn't pan out. It's because it's not centralized. That's why. That's a really good. That's a really good point you made about Rogan. I mean, he's he's on one. He's in one place. You got to go jump through a whole bunch of hoops to to go listen to him. And people evidently are. Jumping through the hoops they need to go to listen to him. Sure. It's about the content. Sure. And and if he, yeah, he's making, you know, a couple hundred million dollars on, on Spotify. But if he left Spotify today and went, you know, to, to somewhere, you know, went back to the open podcasting ecosystem, everybody just follow him back there. Yeah, it's absolutely. You know. And, and, you know, and if you really look at the numbers, reminder, 40% of women surveyed listen to podcasts on their page in the player on the page. And I know Steven is working on something for CurioCaster, but, you know, take this into account. This is why I love uh, cast coverage. You know, it, it it doesn't always have to be the same type of interface either. There's many different avenues we've just not explored yet. 
but yeah. yet you know youtube so <laughs> it's boring well, it's really boring yeah the, the, the ad, and of so course too. and of course the the real the lead of the story is oh advertising oh you'll get youtube advertising oh third partner advertising oh google advertising algos discoverability oh subscribe like smash that like button <laughs> I'm mocking it, but I mean it. This is bullshit. This is dumb. It's dumb. Is it, I won't participate. Is that participate. what we really want? Is no, that I what don't. We really want, I don't. Though? No. As a okay, as a as a pod as a podcaster, hmm. when you look out uh, into you know sort of what the quote unquote podcasting industry, I mean, do you and, and you see what YouTube looks like with the 50 ads, you know, for every video in it and that kind of thing. I mean, is that really what people want? No, they're not thinking about that, Dave. They're thinking about, they're starry-eyed. Do you know what the single single best thing is that the No Agenda show has done in almost 15 years? The best thing we have done to strengthen uh, the community and to uh, actually raise our income? What's that? I take a guess. Uh, newsletter. Newsletter is is critical, but that's that that's been there from that's kind of part of the system. But the best strap on we've added, no agenda social. Ah, okay. That's where ideas are born. Now uh, you know that it's it's our community. They can interface with other people. It is it is a very very cost effective. Of course, the way no agenda runs it, we have you know. Ariner, he's maintaining the whole thing out of the goodness of his heart, part of time, talent, treasure. Mm-hmm. These are the things that matter. There's two two families have been living off of value for value and and not, and no compromise and not on Spotify. You know, Apple barely updates us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not on Amazon. Doing fine, happy. I don't feel like I'm not. Uh, like I don't have reach, or my show hasn't grown enough. I know well, a lot of people are rolling their eyes at me not right now, but you never hear this. It's always how do I grow my show? Why don't you grow your bank account? That's what you're really saying. You want to make more money, okay? Well, let me tell you a better way. YouTube. Well, speaking of um, speaking of people rolling their eyes at you, want to? <laughs> I printed out some. Some of these comments from the uh, report card. Do you want? Now, I, I want to say up front, I don't like the report card, uh, even though we come out favorably. I don't like um, a, the sample size is small. I don't like that it's not third party verified. Uh, it's not really a, a good measure. It's fun, and then I also don't really like cherry picking of comments. Either we see all the comments, and I maybe, got them all. Oh, you got them all. Okay, I got um, them all, not just for us, but for. Um, that I, I asked James, and he sent uh, and he sent me all of them, all the comments, not just for us, but for all of the, for everybody, for Apple. He well, sent me all of the comments. Okay. All right. So I, I'm yeah. not really a big fan of this. It's industry people, probably considering where where the uh, where the survey was done. So you know, there's a lot of things you don't know, mm-hmm. and so yeah, we we come out great. I totally I appreciate that, but I I can't be celebrating other than for the PR value of it because it's 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 not really a scientific study, in my opinion. Well, I got it. I got it more for the criticisms than for the than for the good stuff. 
Okay. You want to hurt me, me before you want to hurt me before we go on vacation. Okay. It's good. Well, I want to bring you I want to bring you low. <laughs> Take me down you, and you'll build me back up. up. Okay. Yeah, All right. I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready. Cut me. <laughs> uh, I think it's probably uh it's probably a good a good idea to look at some of these look at some of the negative comments cuz they may be they may be onto something. We may be blind and missing things, okay. you know. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. I, I highlighted a few uh, that stood out to me. Now, hold let's on, see. hold on a second. Yeah. There was one other problem I had. Uh, and uh, do you have the questions there as well? No, I just I, I I've ordered this by like section, so like onboarding, monetization, innovation, and then I just printed out the comments. Okay, because the the real problem I had was with the. The phrasing of the question about monetization. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't remember how it was phrased. Yeah. You got. You got to. Yeah, I got to find it here. Um, the report card. Uh. All right. Why don't you read the comments now? And I'll, I'll look up because the, the question didn't even mention value for value, lightning, or even Bitcoin. It just said crypto and tipping. I'm like, come on, man. That's that's bullshit. Oh. <laughs> That's I bullshit. I didn't know that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was well, uh, but I, I don't uh, think. Well, see, I think that goes back to the your original thing of the this being sort of industry specific. Because oh yeah, it's everyone's into advertising who answered this. No one wants uh, to be cut out right. of advertising. No value for value is not not uh, the way it's going to go. No. Yeah, but I guess what I mean is I think they probably already know what it is. So the question is probably well. Not no. Okay. Hold on. I'll read the question. <laughs> I have the question here. Okay. These services offer ways to help your podcast make money from subscriptions to tipping and crypto. How well do they work for your podcast? Oh, come on. That's, that's, it's fine, but that's not what we offer. It's yeah. not, it's not, and we don't offer shit. <laughs> it's, we don't, that's the thing is we don't offer anything. Yeah. All right. So that, that was my real, uh, gripe is the question like that is I can't take these answers seriously. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. There's still good stuff in here though. This, let me, uh, let's see. Let me say, I'll start off with a good one. How about this? I, I'm going to bring you, I'm <laughs> no, gonna bring you up. Give me all bad ones. It's fine. I don't know. No, I'm going to start. This is going to be a good one first. Podcast Index is the only index that seems to take the time to remove garbage anchor feeds plus supports namespace extensions. Yeah, well, that's all you, baby. Dave, yeah, Dave well, Jones is the man. Um, well, let's, let's me let me find one that uh, that uh, is for is about you. Let's see. Okay, but it's a very we go. good dynamic we have. <laughs> here, here we go. Here's, here's this is a good one for you. You're going to like this. Uh huh. Podcast Index and Podcasting 2.0 are really innovative. But I don't like the crypto focus around that. This burns our planet and raises the profit of Mr. Curry. <laughs> See, I knew by by reading that that it would burns. make you laugh instead it, of hurt your feelings. Yes. No, it doesn't. Because I, I saw this comment, this 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 joker answered three comments. It was so obvious it was the same person. <laughs> He's killing the planet. He's burning it up with his damn crypto. Horrible man. Yeah, okay. But, but he's, he's rising your profit, though. Well, luckily, um, Greenpeace and the XRP douchebag are going to save us as we change no, the code. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're good to go. So I would like to make some commentary on this with, and there was, there was a few comments like this. Here's, here's another one, probably same guy. 
uh, see, uh, podcast index, uh, like they have tags for donation, but they need to move past their infatuation with Bitcoin. It's more harmful than it is valuable. And aside from it being a pyramid scheme contributing to the climate crisis, <laughs> the barrier to entry is too high for listeners, let alone podcasters. I understand the culture of value for value model comes from, but sure, that's great for libertarians, but I'm happy sticking to the sidelines, throwing wow. stones from the right side of history. And <laughs> That's funny. That's well is, written. Yeah. I like that. That's it good. Is well, I like it. Yeah. Well, it's I guess so- I guess we should uh, uh, we should consider that advertising based petrodollar system. Yeah, that's clean. It's working out great. That's clean. <laughs> that's yeah. clean energy for you. <laughs> it's working out great. The how many how much how much um, how much fossil fuel does a uh, like a like a tank burn like two oh, gallons a mile? Oh, the military like is the, is the biggest uh, polluter. Yeah, yeah, that, that's works. all in dollars too. Yeah. By the way, yeah, petrodollars, sure. But so, just in general, I want to say this: um, I, I want criticism. Uh, it's it's how things get. I mean, it's how things get better. Uh, for, I mean, bugs don't get fixed if they aren't reported. People, you know, you you have to you have to have people out there that tell you negative things. When you're building and creating, you need it. Um, be nice. Assume you don't know everything. I think that's probably a good place to start when you're giving criticism. But also, remember that when, when you're criticizing, think about, no, you have to understand who you're criticizing. We're a bunch of people with day jobs. And no money. Okay. <laughs> um, we're not Apple. We're not Spotify. And when I say we, I would like to define what we is. We is anybody who participates in podcasting 2.0. Because podcasting 2.0 is not Adam and Dave. Podcasting 2.0 is about a hundred different people all doing different things, sometimes just making comments. That's right. That is what we is. And every one of us have day jobs, most of them uh, not involving this project. And so this is a labor of love of everybody involved. So when you're criticizing, it's fair to criticize and it's it's good. Do it. Please do criticize. But remember who you're criticizing and what it is actually going on on the other side of the criticism. And, and allow me to expand because, yes, um, value for value streaming payments are incredibly important to me. So when people criticize me, let me explain why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have pioneered a model that with John C. Dvorak that allows us to make content, which is very, very precious to us, very dear to us. So we have no restrictions. It is completely what we want. And we... And we chose that path, which meant we could not take advertising. We we have uh, so podcasting 2.0 was also for me, not just to ensure that um, our podcast would be available at least on an app somewhere that I could point people to, so they could use it. Should Apple decide, just like they decided with Alex Jones or X22, that they that all of a sudden we're no good. Uh, but worse, we're incredibly vulnerable with our money supply. 
payment processors, anything could be shut off at a, at a whim. The the news is full of these uh, of this. You can you can be supporting a Canadian trucker and get your money turned off. That could happen to me. So when it comes to boostograms and value for value, I'm really really passionate. So yeah, that's what you're hearing. It's not infatuation. I don't have the luxury of of going back to the petrodollar advertising route. Not mentally, but also just it, it wouldn't be accepted. I can't I can't even create programming for it anymore. Doesn't mean I'm invalid or should be pushed aside or told to shut up or stop your infatuation, you libertarian douche. <laughs> that was well delivered. Thank like you. The, Thank uh, you. I'm a pod, I, I'm, I'm, I want to be a podcaster one day. I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, the, I mean, if you want a good example of this, I keep going back to this, uh, you know, from time to time is uh, you don't this we're we're in a climate right now where the people getting canceled are all all seem to be seem it's it's not all there's plenty of people on the left getting canceled too that you never hear about but for the most part there's a lot of right uh, right ish and libertarian leaning people that get canceled and a lot of them are uh, uh easy to vilify mm-hmm. from from the left but Please understand that can change. <laughs> if yes. history, if yeah. history is any indication, it not only can change, but it will change. If you want a good example of that, read Taibbi's, uh, Matt Taibbi's latest thing about Meet the Censored, yeah. Chris Hedges yeah. guy, yeah, um, former New York Times guy, not a not a right guy, not a right leaning guy at all. Um, his his, uh, his his thing that got him canceled was he's anti-war, and Oops. I am. Oops. I can guarantee you that will get you canceled. And we don't want people like that getting canceled. We need people out yes. there criticizing yes. war. Yes. Well, we want we want everyone to speak, everyone to say whatever yes. they want. So So don't make yourself vulnerable. Yeah. Don't give don't give yourself away to YouTube and Spotify. Don't sign their documents. Read what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And more and more importantly, focus on your audience. Whatever you want out of them. There's no such thing as Wolfman Jack anymore, you know? <laughs> um, so, there's another, one more thing. Create, the we also includes, the we of Podcasting 2.0 also includes... Listeners. Li- yes. And all the people in here that commented in the report card, if they want to participate. Yes. They can participate easily. Podcastindex.social, Twitter. GitHub, any of that stuff, they can participate. We keep a Teams repo that Mike Newman updates all the time with names of people who just Contributors. pop in and mm-hmm. just make comments. Mm-hmm. And you're on the list, and you're part of the you're part of the team. And um, but I want to say this: creating is not stopping things you don't see any value in. So let me try to be more clear. It's not creating a thing to pop in and try to get other people to stop doing a thing. That's not creation. That's just commentary. If you want to create something new, do it. Create a new thing. Help create a new thing. 
but don't mistake that. Don't mistake telling somebody else they ought to stop doing a thing as an act of creation because it's not. Um, it doesn't mean it's not valuable if the thing they're doing is something that you feel strongly about. But let's just keep those two things clear. Those aren't the same thing. Do you, is that fair? Yes. You know, as you're, as you're talking about this, here's a thought that ran through my mind. If we had gone, you, if Adam and Dave had drawn up a proposal and uh, said, okay, we're going to uh, create the world's uh, largest independent uh, database of podcasts, we're going to make uh, an API available to any developer who wants to come in and do this. Um, we, we're going to expand the functionality of podcasting. We're going to add a Bitcoin payment system native to the whole shebang. Adam and Dave could have gone to Andreessen Horowitz and gotten $100 million. And it would have sucked. (laughs) It would have sucked. That's the experience that we bring. And you're absolutely right. The beauty of this project is because of the nature of anyone. You can throw sticks and stones, rocks, whatever you want at it. But it really comes to life when you start to participate. Um, example of participation. So, uh, Alex has Mr. Uh, Gates? created... Mr. Gates? Yes, Mr. Gates. Mm-hmm. Um. He has a new uh, proposal for a JSON payment token, which oh. uh, which is a way of um, verifying proof of, like, giving validation or proof of payment. So that's one thing that's missing is um, if you can say, you can say, you can see that a thing was paid, but you can't tell who paid it. That's native to Lightning. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's in- intentional. Yes, intentional. And... But that can be a problem sometimes. Let's just say if you've let's say you've paid for a subscription to something, um, you need to say, "Hey, I'm the one that did that. You know, that was me mm-hmm. because I want to verify my identity so that I can go and so I can claim the the subscription." Mm-hmm. So there, down the line, there's going to be a need for things like this for payment uh, verification, and uh, he wrote up a very nice proposal. And we tested it out. works Works well with uh, L and D. Uh, we were able to verify some payments, and uh, it's all uh, it's all open source, and it's up on the Git up on the GitHub for the namespace right now. Hmm. Okay, a question: mm-hmm. Does this uh, in the future? Because I've been paying attention to um, authentication with your Lightning node and your, or your Lightning key, I guess your 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 key pair. Is this something that will fold into that? Because I think we're going to see a lot of um, authentication in the future being done through uh, a lightning key pair instead of many other options. Uh, Just a hunch. Yeah, this is similar. This is based on a JWT, a a, um, a uh, uh, JSON web token. Mm -hmm. And you can, it's, it's based on the properties of the lightning uh payment so uh the payment hash mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh the amount paid and so you're you're basically you're you're hashing these these critical 
uh, parts of the payment and then coming uh, with with a you know with a value and then coming back and saying you know here's here's the proof that that I'm the one that hashed right, these because you can decode right, it right um, so it can be out of band that's interesting you know, that, that, nice that that's thing. not something that would be enlightening at a certain point uh, it's possible um, except you know Keysin throws a wrench in the whole work <laughs> of course it does. Yeah. Broadcasting money is the part that no, very few people understand. <laughs> yeah. It takes a broadcaster to understand how damn cool that is, but it's not yeah. natural for most people, I think. No, and it's not natural for for lightning either. It was, you know, it was no, it's a hack. Yeah. It's yeah, really it's a hack. hack. Yeah. yeah. Love that so, hack. <laughs> yeah. So we that's that is an example. This proposal is is going to come in I predict very important down the line when we start to do more complex things. I love it. And that is a thing that nobody told Jay, nobody told Alex to do that. He did it himself completely independently. And it's part that is another contribution to podcasting 2.0. It's a contribution to the whole world, honestly, but it's a contribution to podcasting 2.0 specifically. Yeah. That is how this project works. That's, how it works people do what they want nobody sets the rules people do what they want and as part of a shared vision we create standards anybody can create one the whole group vets it we give it we give feedback but nobody tells anybody else what to do it's not how this whole thing works it also um, it, it, yeah. i don't think i've ever even seen that happen I don't think I have either, which is awesome. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that that goes. That's just part of these. But of course, we all we all know that you really, you're really the one that holds our MK Ultra key. You've got us by the nose. We just follow Dave. <laughs> just burn burn it down. <laughs> yes, Dave. <laughs> uh, here's one. Let's see. The podcasting the podcast index gives hope, but it needs to become a standardized body if it wants to make any real impact. In my opinion. That goes back to what we were just saying. Yep. We're building standards, but we're not we're not a governing body. No. Nor do we aspire to be, and I've only had poor experiences in them and observing them. Yes. Yeah. As soon as you as soon as you stick a five oh one C three on it and start doing all this stuff, it just all goes to well, the crap. and when you have to have a meeting I think that's when yeah. it starts. <laughs> See, that's what I love about the dev meetings. They, you know, they, they're kind of random, ad hoc. It just, they happen. The swarm of the flock of birds, you know, oh, we'll go left, we'll do a dev meeting. You know, these things are really, these are, it's beautiful. It, I've said it before, it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever worked on. But, you know, there's a lot of, conf- well, th- this kind of folds into branding positioning and i know that you're working on a uh you're writing something yeah that i i presume is not done yet you want to talk about it yeah it's not done yet i'll um yeah we'll do it'll definitely be out by the next show so we'll talk about it then but it's it's more of a vision piece and um i just had this kind of realization that from re- from reading these comments that we have not because there was a lot of this let me let me interrupt myself there was a lot of things that felt fell into this general response uh 
what is podcast index? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of that. Sure. Or I hadn't heard of podcast index or I don't know podcast index. What is it? I mean, there, there was just a lot of comments like that. Oh, absolutely. Of course, because it's, it's completely screwed up. This, <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very, it's very unclear. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it, this, you know, and, but again, this is what we're working on. And, you know, Daniel J. Lewis has painfully uh, put together a docker for me to now go figure out on my, on my vacation. <laughs> docker. Yeah. It's going to be great. Just, it's simple. Just follow these instructions. Mm-hmm. Enjoy uh, your vacation. But it's, th- it's that important to me. Um, but you know, what, what we clearly are seeing is, you know, this was all placeholder and now we're getting more into, okay, what is podcasting 2.0? Well, it's a number of things. Now it can live at podcastindex.org, but it, it just has to be completely different when you get there. And, you know, we're screaming, mm-hmm. you know, like a directory. You know, that, that's yeah. what it screams when you get there. Um, newpodcastapps.com we- is, is functional. That works. You know, people get that. It's like, oh, okay. And, and they see it. But you don't really get there from the homepage, so that's it's all it's all complete branding mess, which is uh, which is fine to me because we're going to figure out exactly how to say it pretty soon too. The um, yeah, we've talked about uh, we, you know we talked this week about focusing more on just being a standards, uh, or it's not more on being. But let me try. What am I trying to say? We we talked about. Standards as the way to communicate the things that we're doing. Yes, which I like a lot. The podcast standard, not even stand, not even plural, just the podcast standard. Yeah, and so that that brings up a something that I wanted to throw throw at you. You know, we've talked about, and let me see if I can find this comment. This is actually there was a really uh, sort of critical comment here. Um, that I don't necessarily agree with, but it is worth reading if I can find. There's like it was something like uh, you, they should have uh, podcast index should have uh, put in should have replicated all the iTunes tags immediately. They've wasted months. Blah blah. blah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh here it is. Here it is. Okay. Uh, podcast index has made some colossal mistakes. Okay. Um. Reinnovating existing podcast namespace protocols instead of just starting with instead of starting with integrating all of Apple's namespace stuff was an extremely poor idea, and they've wasted months on an area of podcast tech that's questionable at best. I guess he's talking about crypto. It's shocking. This is the group that just might save podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get there no matter what, brother. (laughs) Yes, if they can focus. Now that I'm back to searching their directory, I hope they expand the search functions. To at least, uh, at least to all available da- data, then I hope they can start crunching and crawling, and you know, indexing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so this is a search guy. Yeah. So, but I wanted to focus on this: reinnovating existing podcast namespace protocols instead of starting with the integrating all of Apple's namespace stuff um, was an extremely poor idea. No, well, it's because you don't understand what 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 was go what was going on. I think I think you're probably missing a critical sort of political component to this, and I don't mean politics with a big P. I mean P, uh, small P politics. When when you, in order to circumvent the uselessness of just replicating something that already exists, um, so you you have a namespace 
what and what we have is a vision, and this is going to come out in the article in the article that I'm writing. We have a vision for what the future of podcasting can be, what it can look like, the things that listeners can do. In order to get there, you need we needed a namespace, and so concomitant with that, we have this uh, this notion that okay, we can kill two birds with one stone by having new things that we want to enhance the the vision of podcasting, podcasting 2.0. And then also we can use that to sort of bring in all the existing podcast stuff into one cohesive namespace. But you'll never, ever get anybody to adopt the quote-unquote podcast namespace if all it does is from the beginning is replicate the iTunes namespace tags. Absolutely. Nobody, it's a, you can't sell that to anybody. I can't it's, believe you're defending yourself over this. No, I, I think, I think it's mildly important because you, it, I can see the confusion would come. It's like, okay, well, if you're going to, it, it, it makes a sort of sense. Okay. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to start, you ought to start with, pulling in what's already there so that you have a baseline to start. like you could defend that but the defense is not is not adequate the defense doesn't hold up because it won't ever get off the ground what you need is new things um those things happen to serve the vision but they also give adopters a reason to implement the thing that you created then later, which is what we're beginning to do now, later you bring it, you begin to adopt the existing things in there because already now we have, you know, well, probably close to 400,000 podcast feeds out there that have the podcast namespace declared in the, yeah, in the header. Thank you. Once that happens, then everybody already has the declaration and they can start to just expand the tag base. I was, uh, uh, you know, the Buzzsprout sponsors Pod News or Podland, I think. And mm-hmm. um, so, uh, you know, James has a thing and he says, this week, 3,942 people started podcasting at Buzzsprout. And I hear that and I think, well, let me add about the same number for RSS.com. Well, this week, 10,000 people started using the podcast standard, the podcast namespace. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could, that's that's the truth. Yeah, that's the way that's that's what it means, yeah. Yeah, and that's absolutely correct. So anyway, um to bring this all around full circle, if YouTube which will see hundreds of thousands, I guess, uh feeds with uh with the namespace in it, if YouTube is seeing that and uh, they should understand this is a standard, it would be quite a shame if they didn't facilitate for it in their system or anybody else for that matter. And if they don't, mm-hmm. when you literally are seeing this being provided, why are you not doing that? Yeah. You know, it makes no sense. It's free. You know, here's another thing. I want to call my uh, my deaf listeners. I have them. Deaf and blind, the blind ones, there's also a lot of heart, heart of hearing is more correct. And English has a second language. They love the transcripts. They love them. 
They really do. I, how many people say, man, I appreciate the transcript because, you know, I got cranked up to 11. Basically, I, he's a deaf guy making podcasts for a deaf person, which is just hilarious. <laughs> That's and awesome. then, and I look at all this money going into high-end content podcasts, and I think, you Hollywood douchebags, the best movie winner, the best movie was Coda, a movie about deaf people. And you can't be bothered to put transcripts in your podcast, you hypocritical douches? <laughs> It's really outrageous. I mean it. It's outrageous. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And, and where are all the advertising jagoffs? <laughs> I'm really on a roll today. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I like pre-vacation, Adam. This is great. <laughs> where we where we can <laughs> wait until you, wait until after vacation. Hey man. <laughs> hey baby. How is it doing? I love everybody. So, oh YouTube, I love you, YouTube. Um, I, where's all the advertising people who are gonna? glean context from transcripts what are we waiting for if you really are in the in the game if you're in the game of advertising you want to be indexed why don't you have transcripts oh it's not free oh i see okay got it check yeah it costs an extra 30 cents doesn't does buzzsprout have a does anyone provide uh transcripts with their service yeah the this someone does you mean well, as a part of the part of the the, the monthly, uh, I don't know. I don't know how that's built in. I mm. guess I, I'm assuming it is. Yeah, I don't know. Thought, thought one or two had them. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, so, maybe. Just, I'm just saying. I don't understand. I don't understand. I get nothing but happiness from people over the transcripts. People who get who, the MoFax transcripts. Oh my goodness! People use these to to search all the oh, time. I bet all those the are time. Good, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Some guy yeah, actually put together a searchable database, which is this Markdown thing, and it's some app, and you throw a whole bunch of Markdown files into a folder, and it becomes this awesome search engine. Ooh, what is that? What's that called? Oh, gee. No, yeah. I'll have to look no, it up. Something with a B, I think. Okay. Well, I want... This might be a good time to play a clip. Okay. Um... This is, um, I would not normally play Leo, but this is a good, this is a pretty good Leo clip. Um, this was from Windows Leo Weekly. Laporte, you mean, from This yes. Week in Tech. Mm-hmm. Do, yeah. you, do you watch This Week in Tech regularly? No, I never watch This Week in Tech. This is from Windows Weekly. Oh, so, um, okay. I like Windows Weekly. Yeah. Um, but the context of this is they're talking about um, why companies don't do things that are best for their users. <laughs> so this, this is Sorry. good in context of all of this stuff. We're talking about YouTube and everything. Um, and why, why don't businesses just do, and this is specifically in the context of um, why Windows 11 does not allow an easy way to switch your default browser and why they keep junking up the built-in edge browser. They keep <laughs> yeah. junking it up with a bunch of crap nobody wants, right. which all it does is self-serve them by putting more Bing stuff in front of your face. Yeah, until you to register more and add more mm-hmm. and buy more. Yeah, so uh, this uh, they're talking about what you know, what's good for business or good for the listener. 
getting you know getting out of the way of all the yeah. content you know let the content mm-hmm. shine through it's about the content not the chrome and blah 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 yeah. and now there's like 118 built-in features in edge and it's like yeah now it's about your content like mm-hmm. it's well, that's, people just want to go to the sites they go to. They don't want your nonsense for collecting. Welcome, welcome to capitalism. Things. You know, that's you know, in a nutshell, what's wrong with computing in general is yeah. that instead of doing what they be best for their users and the customers, they do right. what's good for business. And it's this tension: how far can we push what's good for our business without pushing away customers? But it's always well, going to be for what's good for this, business. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that that's it. And it's funny because I, I, if there's no cl- if there's no sh- cliche about this, then there ought to be one that people kind of people are like uh, free market in their twenties, and they get uh, maybe they get more socialist as they get older, or maybe it's vice. No, person. I think maybe it's the, it's the, the other, other way around. around. <laughs> I think it's the other way around. Yeah. Um, it's one or the other, but yeah, but th- um, but there there's something new going on here, and um. And it's this project in particular that is new. And I'm I'm just going to say that in, it is my belief that because there is a common bond of value for value where anybody from the person um, uh, doing chapters, even some people who comment, you know, we have value splits for all kinds of people uh, across the board um, to app developers um, there's, you know, there's interest from everybody. Somehow I think that's the common bond, whereas mm-hmm. it's, it's capitalism or it's cap, it's, it has capitalist ideals, but in a very, uh, for me, novel way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think that's yeah. the difference with our project because you're right. I mean, if, if we, if we went out and got a hundred million dollars, not hard to do by the way, um, it would have sucked. I mean, it, w- it would have, by the way, you and I would have been so unhappy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. I think I told you that in the beginning. Let's not be unhappy. Let's do, let's do it this way. Um, we'll play, uh, play a clip too. Computing would be so different in yeah. a world where companies just said, you know, Jeff Bezos's false mantra, you know, customer centric. If they sure. just said, look, we're just going to do what's right for the customer every single time. <laughs> um, I think computing would be a different experience. It's such a good story because they all do say that. Yeah, they all lie. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, for it's, instance, messaging would be unified. Great. All messaging would talk to all other messaging. Yeah. No, uh, Leo, it's better for Apple's customer if all un- messaging is not unified. Yeah. Because no one who uses Apple products has friends that don't use Apple products. Right. So why would <laughs> you ever? crazy. How can you ever use justify? Android? Why would you, you ever? Know, it's insane. It's, it's insane. <laughs> so, I mean, there is this kind of, um, and it's completely a bogus you utopian vision but there's this kind of notion of and it and you know why it persists is because people like you and me paul are old enough to remember a day when computing was a hobbyist thing not a business thing it didn't last very long but at that at that point it was very exciting and interesting and you felt like uh, you know we were working yeah. together and uh and then you know aol came along yeah, okay. First, let me just talk about the hypocritical nature of Mr. Laporte here. Yeah, I was trying uh, to avoid that. <laughs> no, that no, you can't avoid that. I mean, he literally has named his studio after a software package and will and is unable to talk about anything else. I mean, so it's completely hypocritical what he's saying here, especially for someone who is supposed to be giving independent uh, technology rev- reviews and news, etc. So, bleh. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Well, Well, the the, the, the analogy was good, though. Yeah. um, Because Apple computers, and I think we could, if we, I've never looked at it this way, but you could probably map it. They have two types of audiences, consumers and creators. And we have the same. We have listeners and podcasters. And how do those, and the holy grail, of course, is to have those two interact. I think Apple tries to capture everybody in their ecosystem, and we try to create uh, protocols and standards that allow that to happen, such as comments and boostograms and, and this kind of stuff. But, but, it, but it, we do also, it's very challenging, and I think you can often see when the creation side of the dev team within Apple is much more ahead of everything else and they're kind of driving the innovation versus when they did Final Cut Pro 10 and they fucked it all up. (laughs) So there was someone else was focusing on something. Or, you know, Apple Maps when it first came out, the new iOS Maps, which was a disaster. You know, these are not typical Apple things, so maybe they were focusing more on on the creator side. So I think that, that may be very difficult. It's hard also for an app developer to think that way. For anybody, really. Well, when, when he was talking, it kept making me think, it's like, why, why about this tension between doing what's best for your business or doing what's best for the customer and this sort of balancing act and going back and forth? Maybe, and this goes back to podcasting 2.0, since this, this sort of a little bit of a theme of, 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 the, of the episode is, these, uh, is reviewing ourselves. And looking at these criticisms, I, maybe the answer is what we're is what we actually already the position we're already in. We don't have any customers. Maybe the answer to hmm. doing what's best for customers is not to have any customers. Well, that's the best kind of business. I've always <laughs> I've always yeah. said we'd have so much fun in the organization if we didn't have any customers. Well, and we kind of don't. See, mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's true. It's, it's, that's true. The podcasting two point project doesn't have any customers to please what we have is a vision to satisfy now it means that <laughs> nobody satisfy! makes <laughs> it means that we don't it means that nobody's going to get you know any money off of this but at the same time that's that's okay i mean like look at look at the um you know early he's opining about the the early days or nostalgic for the early days of the internet and computing and they, those guys didn't make any money either yeah but That's, but let's just let's just app developers i would wager who are doing this now are making more money than they made previously which might I'll have agree. been zero yeah. um it might have been uh some subscriptions on the app store but out of the gate out of the gate you can start earning pennies yeah it's pennies but out of the gate, that's unheard of. Mm-hmm. Mm, but, that's just me. But, but some, if let, let's envision a world, okay? Envision a world uh, that, let's just say five, seven, ten years from now. Who knows when it is? Envision this future world where uh, lightning has become, boom, the, the underlying base protocol for payments on the internet. Let's just imagine that this works out. Mm-hmm. Lightning is the th- lightning is the thing. Uh, lots of 
payment processors begin to do it. I mean, there's all, this is already happening. Imagine the future that's, that looks like this. And then uh, at some point of critical mass in the future, when that begins to happen, all big players begin to get into this. And then the, the podcast index, the small, all, all of us now, all, we're all, we're all crushed. I mean, that, that will be how it, how it happens. What do you mean crushed? In what way? I mean, some, some big player will come in and say like a YouTube or something. Oh, well just suck up all the, all the, all the data. And it's like, okay, we're, you know, we're going to, Oh, you know what? I I, I, I disagree, but okay. But I guess in that world, the tech, what I mean, what I'm trying to get at is the tech itself would survive. And people could still oh yeah make you know make the system work and make money independently through the apps. Dave, I, I would love nothing more than someone to set up a complete competing podcast index. I'm not sure what they would compete with, but I'd be it'd be interesting to <laughs> zero see. Zero customers. We have zero customers. No, but I mean it's like, what are you gonna do different? You know, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. But I, I guess what I mean is like the tech the tech outlives the the crush stage and then that goes back to the value for value that you know what the thousand true fans type type yes. thing. you can still make money even if some behemoth is also making uh, lots I of money but you're saying. i see what current, you're saying yes yeah versus the current scheme where if the behemoth makes money nobody, nobody else, else makes, makes money, money. Yeah. yes yeah you you produce everything you get nothing Yes, the Silicon Valley way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you do all the work. It's and really, we're not and we, anything. and by the way, we own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's. I mean, th- th- there's a. I was talking to Dvorak about this. I said, that, you know, they're trying to capture everything. You know, Hollywood is throwing the big, the big parties, the big awards. You know, mm-hmm. look, look who's who can afford to market. It's, it's that's what you do. That's what award shows are for. That's why I'm against them. And, you know, and then to add insult to injury, you get the, the, the board, was it the, the podcast Academy board? Well, mm-hmm. they've, they've made some rules and, uh, uh, yes, the, uh, the makeup of the board has to be, uh, at minimum 40% indie. You know, <laughs> I'm like, click. <laughs> How insulting is that? Yeah. First of all, I, I hate the term indie, but okay. And 40%. I mean, I don't get it. Oh, I do. It's because the indies got no money, so they're not paying any dues. They're not yeah. sponsoring awards. It's also obvious. And don't fall for the trap. How about, how about this one? Uh, I like what the podcast index is trying to do, but it still seems a bit complicated for the average user feels very command line to me rather than a friendly GUI. Um, I think that's fair. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, that's no, totally no and all these criticisms are, are completely valid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It makes no sense. I mean, right now, that's why we've been promoting apps. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I, I, I rarely say go to podcastindex.org unless it's, you know, to click uh, on the docs or something like that. I mean, value the, my value for value overview isn't even linked from from the website. <laughs> Yeah, it's literally well, not linked. 
the podcastindex.org site is not really for it's not really for normies. I mean, no, like, it kind of. I mean, I guess it kind of is. I mean, you could search. Well, for it was stuff, it but, wasn't intended that way, but it's it has yeah. it's an identity crisis. This this too will be fixed. The, everything takes some time, but mm-hmm. it's not killing us. It's not ruining anything. Um, and I vehemently disagree that any perception of me being a money grubbing whore ruins anything. I also don't think that's true. No, and I don't know th- there that that's what I said the other day. I mean, there's like it, you've been in the public house since you were 19 years old. There's going to you're going to have enemies and they're going to be vocal and you can't you can't get around. it. Well, the enemy seems to be crypto or Bitcoin, not me. Crypto, crypto, crypto. Yes. Bitcoin seems to be the enemy. That's what people are complaining about. Well, we'll just we'll just uh, we'll just get all the Bitcoin people together, get them all to change to proof of stake and it's all fixed. <laughs> Boom done and and you know and that's not to be this one other thing there's a community that has grabbed onto our apps and our services you may not agree with bitcoin you may not agree with with what they're talking about but they're using our stuff Mm -hmm. you know yeah with it comes apps i mean i i I had a really enjoyable time listening to the is the linux journal the Linux Unplugged, I guess it is. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. It's like, it's one of the few outside podcasts outside of our kind of group of people. I know them because I listen to them. But they're really really serious about uh, value for value. And they they fill out a lot of 2.0 tags. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they've they've really adopted the full full thing. And I think it's because it's because they're concerned about the future of the podcast industry as we know it. I mean, there are fra- there are there is a real concern that in independent podcasters, uh, yeah, it'll be either not- it'll be assimilate with the Borg yeah. or die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Dvorak was saying they can't do it. You guys already broke that, and I didn't ask him to expand, but I think he's thought about it. Hmm. That's good. I felt kind of proud. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean that's, that's, that's we've crossed the Rubicon <laughs> as far as I'm. We concerned. really have, yeah, we really have. Yeah. Um, do we want to thank some people? Yes, I think that's a good idea. Um, you got to get some sleep, brother. Nah, I, I got four hours of uh, best of to spin off. And, you know, this is why I keep telling Tina, it's like it's rock and roll, man. What happened to you? <laughs> right. Come on, we got a show in Philly. Get on the bus. We got some coke to do <laughs> on the way there. Let's go. Let's go. Where the girls? <laughs> Yes, value for value. The entire project is value for value. I think we've been very clear why and how that works, and we need as much help as we can get. And you can do that in many different ways. As, as long as it still works, we, of course, appreciate your PayPal f- fiat fund coupons. It's an easy way to set up recurring uh, donations, and uh, we have a lot of those. It's, uh, well, a lot. We have we have some, and even $5 a month makes a big difference to us. That's a, that's a, a server that does a very specific task. Um, but the beauty of the value for value model is you can uh, put anything down, whatever the value is to you. And that's what makes it so um, so appropriate for exactly what we're doing. It's uh, Some people may not value this and I don't even know why you're listening. And if you are, it's got to be, you've got to at least been entertained, informed or annoyed. We, <laughs> we, we love hate boosts. So you can do that with a modern podcast app, newpodcastapps.com. Uh, or um, you can also go to podcastindex.org. That's where you can find the donate button at the bottom. 
along with a uh, QR code for TallyCoin to send us some on-chain uh, Satoshis. I just like the word on-chain. It's cool. <laughs> sounds like a metal band. We're on-chain. On-chain, yeah. Hello, Philadelphia. We're on chain. <laughs> we just got off the bus. <laughs> we'll meet our girls. <laughs> girls. <laughs> yo, yo. Who are we thanking today? Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley. A thousand sats. Um, let's see. He says, first boost. Yo. Boost. Welcome now, to the club. I just, I just did a boost dump uh, <laughs> Wait, all over this is my a, email. This is a new term, a boost dump. Yeah, it, like uh, I, I run the script, I give it a time code of the last show, and then it just gives me every boost that happens since that time code. Oh, and tricky! Just, it just goes boom, 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 boom. It just pops all into my email. So mm-hmm. this, this, this is, I, mean, I just did it. It's it's uh, it's quite a deluge. Yes. Uh, so I'm getting I'm doing this in real time. Oh wait, well, let's do PayPal's first. Okay. Oh, we, yeah, we're, that's we're good. getting we're getting out here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Dreb Scott, fifteen dollars, and these this is a monthly. Thank you, Dreb. Uh, thank you, Dreb. Yeah, it's a little out of order because of the odd nature of things. But uh, Jeff Miller, $20. That's a monthly. Thank you, Jeff. Pre- very much appreciated. Uh, Michael Kimmerer, $5.33. Uh, he's long been uh, monthly for a long time. Leslie Martin, $2. Thank you, Leslie. Uh, let's see. Pedro Goncalves, also a long time, uh, $5. Yes, very long. Thank you. Yep. Uh, Aaron Reno, $5. That's a monthly. And uh, the last, oh, this was a single, uh, not a monthly, uh, $10 from, no note from Jesse Hunter. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you very much. Yeah. So those are the <laughs> Those are all our monthlies? Uh, those are monthly, yeah, those are the monthlies that hit this week. And then one uh, new, like, one-time okay. donation. And then the rest are boosts. Uh, let's see. <laughs> this is where it gets confusing is to figure out when they originally came in. I think some of these may have been live last week, um, but there was a 3333 from Cotton Gin. He said, we're lit. Um, I don't think I heard you. No, do I don't that. think so. Well, this, of course, was lit in uh, in context of the live item tag. That's right. When your podcast goes lit. We're not live this time. We are, No, thank God. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh. <laughs> oh, David Metis, 3369, through CurioCaster, and he says, I'm doing my duty and boost for humanity. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, boost. Let's see. Um, oh, yeah. Did we read this one about, uh, from Sir Spencer, about the Bitcoin block party in Kansas City? I don't he know. Says, uh, Abel, Abel Kirby and I will be evangelizing Podcasting 2.0 and other digital content over value for value at the KC Bitcoin Block Party yes, in Westport. Yeah, we did. We okay. did. It's Westport, Kansas? Uh, Kansas City. City. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. On April the 24th. Um, yes, yeah, so that one's, we did, that one came in too. Uh, thanks again, Dave, for swapping our feed to the new one. Uh, oh, yeah, we already did that, did that one. See these the timestamps get funky on these because uh, they don't really match up. Because I know we're you know there's this it. really cool tool called Helipad and it does an export in Excel. Have you heard uh, of it? You can run it on your mm, Umbral. I've not heard of that. I'll look into it. <laughs> um, Harvhat five thousand sats through CurioCaster, and he says 
Tipping gets lower wages for waiters and waitresses across the USA, even still today. That's right. That's right. Boost. <laughs> uh, a Chris you know gave us a thousand sats through Fountain, and he says, A great example here is tipping the dealer in poker. You only tip just after you want a hand, which greatly increases the size of the tips as you're in good in a good mood while deciding how much to tip. Yes, this was part of our value-for-value uh, value conversation. About timing and bringing the bringing the donation into the into the actual experience app, yeah. yeah 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 that's a good point um uh, mint lion this is a new one i've not heard this name before uh row of ducks 2222 oh all right thank you through Breeze, and he says jonathan edwards better watch his back dr dave is gunning <laughs> for that top american philosopher spot mere mortals book reviews oh okay with ease Let's see. Uh, oh, oh, this might be our. This might be the baller. Let me look through the list here. Yeah, yes, yeah, the baller booster right here. Seventy-seven, seven, seventy-seven. Whoa! Hold on a second. Who is this? Uh, Steve Webb, OG podcaster. Shot caller, twenty-inch blades on the Impala. OG Godcaster. OG Godcaster. He says Steve gave that through Fountain, and he says as an OG podcaster, I completely agree with you, Adam. Comments and boostergrams should be separated. In my opinion, there's an assumption that boostergrams are directed to the podcaster, not the public. Just my two cents. I have received boostergrams that I know would not have been sent had the sender thought they would become public. Right. Uh, Lifespring Family Audio Bible at, um, at audiobible.link, where we are reading through the entire Bible in one year. Join us. I've actually listened to a couple episodes. Well, of course, I've I've listened to to episodes many many times, but I recently started listening. Um, he's got a great voice. <laughs> he does, and I thought he was a pastor, but he's not. Oh, just just a podcaster. He's just a godcaster. Just a godcaster. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. Uh, Very much appreciate. That's a big one, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sir Brian of London. He says, uh, he "Let me guess, 1948." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he said, "I see a button." Oh, so he saw it and he pushed it. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Roy. Roy Scheinfeld, 54321. Ooh, Roy. Thank you, brother. Go podcasting! Does he have um, a note? Yeah, from Through Breeze. He says, Adam, you're an inspiration heart. Aw. Aw. I love Roy. Aww. How you doing, Booster? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Roy, follow up again with 10,000 sats. He says, uh... Dave blew my mind. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, he came back with a second boost. Nice. I must have blown his mind. Well, because you laid some cool-ass philosophy crap on everybody, brother. That was hardcore. Stick around, Roy. It was, <laughs> it was deep. Um, the Seamaster, that's a new one, 333, sat through Fountain, and he says, greetings from Amsterdam. Yeah. Well, greetings. Well, hello, Amsterdam. Hello, Amsterdam. Uh, <laughs> we just got in from Philly. <laughs> yeah. Andy Flattery, 2000 sass. He says, Podfather. Yes. The guy who made the original Stacker News Post coming, ar- uh, coming around. Sorry for all the drama. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you wrote the, the, the value for value is, is Curry wrong post? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he that's said, cute. I'm, I'm the guy who made the original Stacker News Post. I'm coming around. Sorry for all the drama. Oh, that's, that's okay, man. No, the, hey, it got a good. Con- it, it was at least 25 minutes of content. It's appreciated. Boost. Totally. Um, yeah, hey, uh, Oscar. The fountain boosts are coming in with the uh, 
with the Unicode all messed up. We gotta figure out how to fix that. If you if you know about that bug, I think you do. Um, but anyway, uh, let's see. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate that. Uh, Cass Peeland, thousand sats through Fountain. He says, uh, "Do what? What does he say? Do a gassed show. I'm sorry. What? Do a gassed show. I'm sorry to say without Adam next two weeks. Is this 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 seems like a." Transliterated Dutch into English. Yeah, he's. I guess he's saying have do a have a guest do the show. Oh, okay. I think I think um, he said fuck Adam in Dutch. Okay. Just bring a just bring a guest in. Who gives a crap about that guy? You can do it. You can do it, Dave Jones. Yeah, you're the sage. Yeah, that's pig. That's pig Dutch. Is what that <laughs> pig is. Dutch. Yeah. Thanks for the boost, um, man. Yeah, thanks, Cass. Uh, oh, yeah, here he comes again. Thousand sets. Cass Peelings through Fountain. He says, ha, 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 rolling the dice with the curtains closed. Nice. <laughs> Sat streamer. Okay. Uh, thousand sets from Cass Peelings again. He says, the problem with boost versus comments in Fountain was the default public boost. The option should be default off, I would think. Love the boost segment, value for value. Thank you Thank very you, much. Cass. Um, let's see. Who we got next? Uh, let's see, twenty oh twenty two one forty eight through from Brian of London and the Hive DAO. Cool. Oh, that's uh, that's the the regular donation coming through his uh, his transmorgifier. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, the, see, okay. Says is this is through the V for V app? That's 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 the Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. It says a weekly ten dollar V for V donation converted to Sats from Brian of London and the Hive D H F D A O. Go podcasting! Yeah, go podcasting indeed. Go podcasting! Thank you, Brian. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Uh, oh, forty nine thousand Sats from Auburn Citadel through Fountain. He says the Pod Sage is living up to his name when Dave Jones philosophy when the Dave Jones philosophy podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. I can promise you. Uh, thank you, thank you, Auburn. That was nice. It would be a bombshell. <laughs> oh, I got a different one. Do you see the ISO there? I uh, sure do. Let me give it a whirl. Woke up call. <laughs> Woke up call. I like that. That's a good one. Um, let's see, B Mozzie gave us twelve thousand three hundred and forty-five sats. Thank you, Brian. Uh, through Fountain, and he says, uh, "Boost." Oops. Boost. As always, thanks for the show and all the work. Is there a new Sats equivalent for the Podcasting 2.0 t-shirt? I think it used to be like 200,000 Sats. With the change to 125, is it now 250 or something else? Well, I don't know. It's a moving target, right? It is a moving target. Um, there was a thread about this, and I have to say there's a couple a couple of apps. I think it's maybe CurioCaster. There's a couple of apps that, that do fiat translations. Mm-hmm. That's kind of handy. I remember we talked about this at the very beginning, and there was a lot of, I think it was mainly the Sphinx guys, like, no, 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 we do sats, only sats, only sats, no no fiat numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would actually help. It might help get us more money. And people realize, people yeah. realize that a thousand sats is, you know, it's true. It's all yeah. appreciated. And if it's just yeah. for a quick comment, of course. Well, I hear the, the podcasters that make you know, that are making money from V for V, you know, from value for value in the app. They seem to uh, talk about that. Of course. And remind their, and remind their listeners of yeah. the, of the, 
you know, the, the correlation there from what I've heard. But I think that seems like something that I've heard podcasters and listeners ask for alike. Um, just the site, the website, usdsat.com, that is a really, I mean, that just tells you straight up what the mm-hmm. current conversion is. Um, yeah, th- uh, thanks, Bimaz. I'm, I'm not sure what, it's just a moving target. Yeah, and the, the extra cost is just because we, they're nicer t-shirts now and the, the fulfillment costs more. Yeah. Um, let's see, uh, thank you. Uh, oh, John T. MS. Uh, Row of Ducks, 22-22, through Breeze. Thank you very much. <laughs> he says, Boost! Now with 128 characters. <laughs> All right. <laughs> on, uh, on Breeze, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Dreb Scott sent us 1,000 sats as a test. I don't know what he's testing, but I appreciate that test. Um, that's a test. He's probably yes. test, he's testing his own thing. Hey, man, let me see if I get my sats. Yeah, <laughs> that's I do, I do that all the time. Hey, man, I haven't no sat, no boost since for three hours. Let me I'm test worried. boost. Let me. I'm worried. Let me test boost. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some sats for all your. Uh, see, oh, this is from Jordan Harding. Oh, another new name. A lot of not new boosters lately. Mm. Five thousand sats through Fountain. He says. Uh, here's some sats for all of your genius, Dave. Oh, wow. Wow. For the love. Yay. Um, let's see. Thank you. Uh, Nicholas uh, B58. Okay. F- through Fountain. 2,100 sats. And he says, do not just stand there. Boost. <laughs> Don't just stand there. Boost. Um, great episode. I love what you are doing. Keep it up for a better future. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's a great note. Uh, got two more. Wait, no, no, we've got, uh, yeah, no, three more. I'm sorry. Oh, you know what's messing me up here is we're doing it a day early, so there's no CSB. I was looking for. The you know, it's funny line. you say that because I wrote down that uh, that since CSB probably doesn't know that we're uh, that we're recording right now, I was going to give him a freebie and say, remember to listen to AI.Cooking <laughs> with uh, pub owner and uh, po- poet laureate noble um, somebody, Sir some Gregory dude. William Sir, Forsyth well, Foreman. Yes, exactly. It's dynamite. <laughs> yes. It's, it's a Yo. great pot. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay, By the way, the, the, the recall value of, of value for value advertising is off the charts, man. Everybody <laughs> knows the ads. They can recall them like crazy. Uh, Dr. Dub gave us 10,000 sats. Now we're talking. Said, this is nice. Yeah, through Fountain. And he said, and uh, his message is Dr. Dub. All right, Dr. Dub. I like that self shameless self promotion. Why like not? Boost. Yeah. Oh, pot, uh, podcasting legend Dave Jackson. 10,000 sats. Castomatic. He says, love the philosophy talk from Professor Jones. Go podcasting. Go podcasting! I think we need to have more of that, uh, Dave. It's, uh, you're, you're a big hit. Yeah, you're a big that, hit with the boosters. And driving boosts. Your breakout booster hit. <laughs> Top of the charts. <laughs> Kevin Bay, 500 sats. Through Fountain, and he says, trying to catch up on what's going on and thoroughly enjoying the conversation with Gigi. Oh, yeah. Keep up the great work. Uh, and that's it. That's our group. Very good group. Thank you all so much for supporting Podcasting 2.0. If you want to have questions, if this value for value thing works, I don't know. You're soaking in it, Madge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it seems to keep the project alive. 
Yes. <laughs> philosophy podcasting. <laughs> value for value philosophy podcasting with Dave Jones. <laughs> and I want to do all the imaging for you. Uh, but speaking of philosophy, a buddy of mine, uh, Jordan Peterson was here in town in Birmingham. Oh, oh that's right. He's on tour. Yeah. And, I, yeah, and, a, and a, f- a friend of mine went and saw him and said it was just horrible. Really? He said it was awful. Yeah. He said the tickets were $150. Dang, Gina. Number one. Yeah. And he said it was like a little bit of Jordan Peterson and then just some other person like doing a whole bunch of stuff. It was almost like Jordan Peterson presents Jordan Peterson. You know, it was just this kind of weird. He said it was just a terrible time. That's interesting. So it wasn't really Jordan Peterson just doing his podcast, which everybody loves him for. Yeah, I don't think so. It's like it seems like he may be, uh, I don't know, reading his own news a little bit too much, maybe. Hmm. I wonder what that, I'll have to look and see how the tour is built. I didn't realize that he had someone else doing stuff. That's interesting. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, just a heads up in case any, you know, anybody gets a hankering to go see him. It it's, doesn't sound like it's worth the expensive ticket. Ah, uh, all right, my get, friend. You got to get going, bro. Eh, yeah, I guess so. Got to get moving here. Oh, man. Yeah. Um. So I can't even, I was going to tell you about my idea for, uh, Distributed Wikipedia. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dang. Uh, four hours later. I'm just, I'm just saying. I got ideas. But there's also so much we have to do with Podcasting 2.0. I'm, I remain incredibly enthusiastic. The YouTube news for me is it's, it's really glorious because I, I, I want to see them do something and, and the inevitable will happen. I have time. I'm very, very patient. You know, it took many, many years until Serial brought podcasting 1.0 to the forefront at the right moment. So this will happen. This yeah, will all happen my, at the right time. My favorite comment on Twitter this past week was, uh, yeah, remember the last time Google wanted everybody to put their RSS feed into one of their uh, products? Yeah. Remember how that turned out? Was that Brian of London? Uh, was it? I don't know. I don't remember. It should be. Probably. <laughs> he knows. He knows. <laughs> yep. All right, all right, brother, I know you, you got some crazy weeks coming up, and uh, the yeah. board meeting what? next week we'll do on uh, – I get back Friday night, so we'll do it okay. Saturday. Yeah, and, yeah, sounds good. And I'm sure I'll be cruising along, checking stuff out. You know, make sure you kick me off uh, the social when I'm posting too much from vacation. No, oh, no, yeah. If you if you start to break protocol, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna smack you down. Okay. All right, brother, get home to your family. Get out of that office. Yeah, man. And on the way out, could you check the print spooler for me? No, she, they got, they got, they're taking the fridge. <laughs> That's it, everybody. Podcasting 2.0 will be back next week. Join us. Have a great weekend. Listening to Podcasting 2.0. Visit podcastindex.org for more information. Go podcasting! Podcasts are cool. Woke up call. Cool.